0: Salutations and greetings to you all. Welcome to it. This is when Highbury was home. A loud booth podcast presentation. I am True Story, your host for this ride. And as an Arsenal fan, it's been maybe a more healing three days. We've gone through the process of decompressing the the Leicester game, realizing that it's just one game. Yes, there was a lot of there were a lot of things that were so telling about where we are headed in regards to how much work we have to do and just how much development has to be put into the squad, has to be put into personnel, how much patience has to be put into our manager as well, right? Mm-hmm. So across the board, we're just going to realize that we have a lot of work to do. And I think after all of that, uh, a scrappy, uninspiring loss against Leicester City, it's, it's worth having a game like playing at home against Dundalk and and maybe resting some guys and even dropping some guys and can put it under the guise of literally I'm resting players and go for it, play some players in positions where we need to see players for the future, play some younger guys and let's let's put some hope around the place right because it's a game like this that can really turn the atmosphere around it's a game like this where you discover some young players in a sense for me it's a lot akin to a preseason game knowing we didn't have much of a preseason, and you didn't get to maybe try some new combinations try some new players and it's here's a chance right so looking at what it really is at the end of the day is the Europa League is a competition we're trying to win, ideally. And in our group the hardest game is Vienna and we've overcome that that fixture to one, at least the first the first leg of it in that sense and when we welcome them at Emirates we have to deliver performance and in these other games in between is where you maybe can afford that draw if you, you're not as good, you know. Yet against Dundalk, is that we can go into it with confidence. I'm, I'm going into it with confidence at the releasing. We have a, a chance to get some goals under our bouts, get a solid performance under our belt, get some players playing in their right positions, get some players building up confidence, get some players building up partnerships as well. See these young players, man, because we have, we have talent within the squad, but I feel Miguel has been under pressure to deliver results so much that he's not able to experiment like that. And knowing that our next game is United away on Sunday is... Give yourself this game, bro, to, to get the confidence up, to get your, your respect back in that dressing room as well. Like listen, I can make changes and still get my result, right? We at home, you know, so the game will be ten o'clock kickoff Central African time. Um, at Emirates. We're just looking at the form guide and Arsenal aren't so good in the past six games, right? Is it a last draw, win, loss, win, loss? Dundalk haven't been in great form themselves, you know, with a draw, win, draw, win, loss, loss. And they literally just came off the back of a 1 0 loss to Waterford in in the Irish Premier League and in the Irish Premier Division, rather. And you're sitting there thinking, okay, that league, when you look at the lag, is basically almost gone now. For them, a competition like this, they'll be vested in trying to at least go further, you know, try finish second if they can, because the group is wide open after that, especially after VN lose to us and maybe might, maybe lose to another team in the group and it will be wide open for a team like Dundalk. So we do need to take them seriously. We do need to respect them. Yet we still do need to do what we have to do, right? We have to play some young players. We have to play some guys in in positions where we know we need to see a performance out of them. So for me, there's just certain certain things that we're all imperative for a game like this yes you want to raise players yes you want to see players but there's a, a certain mandem who need to start especially in the spine of the team right so gabriel for me at center back needs to start Partey needs to start to get games under his belt buquayasako needs to start in the central midfield position so we can start to see what that could be then Aubameyang young down the middle i feel that already gives you a solid spine where regardless of what miguel really wanted to do around that whether it was playing some other experienced guys you would still have a spine of people who would be accountable. Mandem, who have been delivering performances this season so far for us, and some of them who were there last season have been delivering performances last season since. So let's reward Mandem. And I, I feel like it's one of those games where you reward some guys for the patience and the, and the endurance within the squad, right? So we'll just go through our 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 other key talking points as well when it comes to the game just before we get to it. It's for me, Ben Cottrell and Balugan deserve to be rewarded for their form in the under-23s. And even if it's just an appearance on the bench and come on once the game is sealed, that would be great for us. Joe Willock, Eddie Katie, Reese Nelson, I think for them it's the type of game where they would normally play. I wouldn't prefer starting them unless you have to, you know, because they haven't played up to levels. Even though they've got big parts performances and and roles to play, it's like we still need them to be levels and we still need them to perform at a high level. And We haven't seen that, right? And we 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 calling for that now. we it's about it's high time that we got a performance from these guys, you know. So a guy like ENSLEY Maitland now we still have us on the show how many times how many times SKINS what he has to do to get a game, right? So now we are at that stage where it's the perfect game to give ENSLEY a game. For me, ideally, I'd love to give ENSLEY a game in midfield. Yet it's probably tied for competition in midfield. It's probably tied for competition in midfield. So it's one of those things where you probably playing Ainsley in a fullback position and just give him a run out there at the very least, right? And those were the, some of the points we're looking at saying our predicted team sheet is, before we even get to that, Leno, I think it was the thing where we played him against, against Vier and didn't really perform so well. It's worth resting him or being one of those players that we're putting in the drop category for this game. And let's have a look at runison you know, let's see what Runison can actually offer because at the end of the day, he was brought into the team to be a ball playing goalkeeper, right? And it's a type of game where we'll have a lot more position of the ball. we were having issues with Leno as it pertains to distribution. So let's see what Runison offers us in totality when it comes to that position, right? Um, I would still say it's a 4-3-3 in my book. Let's continue with that. Let's start to breed more continuity with that. Let's start to breed more confidence as it pertains to that. That's why I would say Aisley Metnum now is the right fullback because... He gives the durability to be able to cover the flank, go up and down, and still gives you experience, and them who's really trying to, to perform and play for his position within that squad. At right centre-back, it's one of those things where I see Mustafi's fit, I don't really give a fuck, because after the performance he gave against Leicester, Mustafi starts this game, and then we really see where it's at right now. We really see it, fans, that we shouldn't really be invested in the season then at all because there's no hope in seeing a man like Mustafi playing now knowing there's no continuity in that. There's no progress in that. There's no future in that. Saliba, this is not registered for the Europa. I don't understand why, personally speaking, because the type of game we should be getting game because now who plays a centre-back? Louise is out. Holding is out. Maurice is still out. Chambers is out. So who not to start a centre-back for us? So it's the thing where if Saliba, because he's not registered in my book, that's the game, Saliba should be starting a centre-back, then play Cedric Suarez a right centre-back. Because at the very least, we know that's the person we're going to get a performance from. If he makes a mistake, he's playing out of position. Mustafi plays in his natural position plays there like he's out of position. I can't see that. So if Saliba's not available, let's play Cedric Suarez there and let's continue continuity, give us at least a chance of having a decent performance, maybe even getting closer to a clean sheet in a game like this. It would be nice for Runison to get his confidence up and not conceding too many goals, right? Which is why I would start Gabriel as left centre-back in this fixture, right? Because he has established himself as the leading central defender in the club and I believe he needs to be rewarded with that and have the we were thought to say, you know what, guys, when when it's just even to the point where I'm the only real defender in the back line, I will be, or the most experienced defender in the back line, I will be that, and I will stand up for it. And at 22, he already does it. So it'll be a young team we're playing. rather play somebody who's standing up and being counted in that position, right? The one thing I also want to see at left back is, I don't want to see a say at If we're playing Suarez already as centre-back, we're playing Ensley mettner Nows, I can't see Kieran Tierney playing because he's gassed. Which goes back to, OK, we need to develop some depth at left-back left, left back position, left-wing-back position. And you can't play Bukayo Miguel needs to stop playing Bukayo That's not who it is. So you have to promote it, Joao Lopez, right? That's an 18-year-old left-wing-back who's got potential. A Spanish under-17 international. We signed a like kid from Barca in July of 2017, and we still haven't seen too much of him as a potential looks in the first team. And he's the type of player that's developed for this global more modern way of playing football right on the front foot as a fullback so he's perfect for that throw him in the deep end and we see what we have there that's what it is now because we have young men there in the youth team that we're not giving a chance to let's give a chance to mind them sometimes even show that the same way we got to soccer we will give you a chance to mind them in a position where it's available so the i do mind them who know okay you're playing in positions where there's currently competition if you keep playing well at the very least you'll be in contention that's why we need to play kids like Lopez in this game. Partey needs to start in central midfield, especially in the central midfield where Partey can be the boss. He cannot dictate play. Because when he's playing with a Jaco or a Ceballos, his guys also have their own idea of seeing the football field. And it's not always in, in our best interest because Partey is our best midfielder, regardless of how we want to slice it up. So we need to play according to his strengths. We need to play a midfielder that plays according to his strength. So he has to be the most offensive-minded midfielder in this game because we're going to have positioned the ball a lot. So if he's the most reserved midfielder, then we have guys who can play on the front foot. We have a chance to create some play. Which leads to why I want to see Bugayo Sako play in that central midfield drive-forward role where he can carry the ball a bit more. Where it's not, in a sense, a deep line playmaker, more of a box-to-box midfielder, next-to-parties box-to-box midfielder type part Partey can break up the ball. Saka can still add his defensive now to it. And he can break forward and still add a lot more. We can see more of his passing game now in the central midfield position. So we need to see that and we deserve to see that. And he deserves to get a game more in a position where he can showcase more of his skill sets and his strengths. So now it's the type of game where there we go. We, we some of those fans where I'm, I'm one of those fans at the very least where I would have loved to see Oxley chamberlain play central midfield for Arsenal. He never really got chances like that. I think I've seen him do that three or four times saka is a central midfielder or a more central creative midfielder he can play out wide on the flanks yet he drifts inside he can cut outside and deliver crosses yet he's doing that because that's the position he's played and let's play him in a position where we can see more of him we can still drift out wide to the flanks and do all those things yet now he's playing centrally he's starting his move centrally where he has a different degree of space trying right? to see the football fit the football pitch a bit more holistically right which leads us to a Mill Smith role as well, where he's fit, he's back in training. And Mikel was a big fan of keeping him at the football club, right? And we know why, because the kid has so much potential, he's got so much he's got so much upside when it comes to his creativity and what he can offer the team if he can stay fit. Here's a chance to play him in a game where you have he'll have a couple of days to rest and maybe even a few more days to be out the team and play under 23 games, yet we've seen him in a first team game. And he still now knows the level of the first team that he needs to play up to. So even when he's playing for the under-23s, he's playing at a level. He's offering competition for the first team. Right? That's what we need in the squad there. Which leads to Nicola Pepe, who has started a couple games on the trot. And I feel reward him for effort. We play him in a game where he can maybe get a goal and a couple of assists. That will do so much for Nicola Pepe's confidence. Especially if we can go two, three goals up and then you take more of 60th minute. That will do so much for him. Another player who I'm thinking the same thing for coming back from injury is Gabby Martinelli. He's back in full training. And he's one kid who had played well beforehand. Where well, if Gabby's not fit enough to start, you start Reese Nielsen and then you bring Gabby on in the second half. Because Gabby not, he offers us a threat that allows us to play over down the middle. And we need that because every other guy we played down the, the time we played soccer down the left, and that's not what it is. We need somebody on his right foot cutting in from that position, doing, replicating what Uber was doing, but then Uber can play, do, it, do what he does down the middle. And it gives us so much more of a dynamic attack, right? And then in a game like this, let Uber play down the middle, right? Let Uber play down the middle, yeah? Let Uber play down the middle and let him get some goals. Let him be the one that starts off the, the scoring, and gets one or two on his bout, then you take him off at half time, knowing we've got the game sealed. We need certain things to happen in our team, and they start with that mandem. They start with Pepe. They start with Saka. They start with Partey. They start with Gabriel. Get those mandem involved. Get those mandem feeling a touch of what's going on in the team, right? Yeah. On the bench, I guess we still have Matt Macy. Um... We don't know what's gonna happen a centre back. I feel probably have to promote another one of the youth centre backs as well because there's literally a dearth of, of central defenders within the team. Karen Tierney can deputize at left full back in case we need him. If Joao Lopez is starting, I don't wanna see Tierney starting a game like this. El Neni is back up in midfield. We're looking at them, I think it's the type of game where you make a statement and say, Listen, you're not gonna get this chance because you haven't you haven't played to levels when you've gotten this chance. And we need to give other people a run in these positions because at the end of the day, we have players who can play there. And sometimes these players think that you have nobody else who can do this job so I can fuck around, eh? No, we can't work like that. So Hector on the bench as well. Bayos on the bench because you get to pick nine. Ben Cottrell is one player that I feel needs to be rewarded. We spoke about it early on in this episode, and I feel give him a chance because you can bring him on if maybe Emil Smith-Rowe can't go a full game, Right? And then you're continuing that and you continue that energy and it's so good for the youth players to see that okay we're getting rewarded if we play well. We'll get a chance. You know, when you bring off Uber, bring on a Balogun. Drop a, like a Z for this game and say like a nah, it's not levels, it's not levels yet. And we have Monday we can do levels. Eddie, it's not levels yet. And Balogun is scoring goals for the under twenty-threes. His potential levels. Let's see what he can do in that position, right? That's a nineteen year old kid who's got a lot of potential in him. He scores goals for fun. Right? Yeah, and then Martinelli on the bench if he's not starting. And let's run that thing. Let's run that thing. Let's go at them. I mean, are a half-decent team. We're not going to be disrespectful to them, so we should respect them. Come out there with a solid squad yet. Let's, let's do what we need to do, you know. Let's see some them. Let's see some young players. Let's put some energy around the squad again that is positive going into the manual game because we will discuss that after we deal with this one yet. We have good energy for that game, and we can create even better energy for that game if we can win this game, when we win this game, and when we win it convincingly, and when we play well as well, right? So let's see some mandem there. Let's see some of our young players. Let's see some of our established players stand up and be counted. Let's see some of the players who were not performing be dropped so that if they come back for the United game, they now know now, you know, that it's not guaranteed for you. And if some young players impress and then they come into that position, then we create some continuity within the squad that way, right? It's a big test for Arteta I feel, this week. Because playing Thursday, Sunday, it's not as easy as it appears. You have to rotate your squad a lot. And right now with injuries, he doesn't have much of a squad to rotate. And his Monday squad that he has been registered in the season, where you realize now the value of a decision having been made and should have been made on guys like Mustafi, as well as when it was made on Socrates and Uzo. saying so you're not in the squad for the season, and let's move on from that. You haven't been level. And then it will create a, a, a more more feasible ground for them to go pursue you know contracts elsewhere and and pursue deals elsewhere where they may be appreciated and valued more or or remunerated accordingly right that's just what it is so we're praying for a good performance we're playing for a solid squad as well, cause Mikel is a thing where he fucks about too much with the team. Right now we feel we went to thing where even if you're trying to experiment, bro, at the very least you have young players in there, you have some experienced players in there, we have a more optimistic outlook about us. We can play on the front foot, we can play with we can play with pace as well, create some opportunities and convert. Cause if you playing a Lacazette and a KT in this game, is dangerous because you get opportunities and not convert from those guys. Play a man like Uber, play man like man like Pepe, play a man like Saka, play a man them who will take a chance and convert it. And then we can build from there. Play a man like Smith Rowe, play a man like Gabby, who can create chances. Play defenders like Gabriel and Ainsley, who will be accountable, like Partey, who will be accountable. Then you can experiment in the other positions, but don't experiment with fucking people like, say, Kalash, or Mustafi. That's enough. We've seen that enough. Don't go two defensive midfielders with Partey and Oneni. That's enough. We're playing front foot football now. And you start thinking like a big team and playing like a big team now. That's what it is now. With this pressure on, on our debt, and there's positive pressure because now he can he can start to experiment now. You know that the, the, the shackles are off now, you know? Because if they're going to judge you, they're going to judge you anyway. So just do you now. Don't do what you think they want you to do. Do what you really want to do. Do what you know is going to get the result for you. And it's going to build us a team where three or four years from now we'll be looking at a championship winning team. You know what I'm saying? A Champions League winning team. A solid team, a team we can rely on, a team we can bet on and say that's our squad. We'll get a result this week, you know. So that's what it is. We're predicting a solid win for Arsenal. We're going with a 3-1 because I feel if we're playing Runison with some inexperienced defenders, we'll probably leak a goal. That's what it is. Yet I, I would rather just see us score more goals. Right now, I really wouldn't mind if we uh, score more goals than them Arsenal. Yes, solid. we looked a lot more solid defensively, aside from the 1-2 areas, goalkeeping and centre-backing areas. Yet across the board, we, we, we look solid defensively. So it's what it is. You can experiment a bit more at the back line, but let's be experimental now going forward because we're not creating enough chances, we're not scoring enough goals. We've got it within us to score goals. That's the whole thing about Arsenal, the more modern Arsenal. Back then, it was 1-0 to the Arsenal, right? Now we have a lot more about us. That's what the Wenger years was about. It was a renaissance. And I think Miguel is trying to reconcile, I guess, the two generations of being defensively sound and being offensively, you know, potent, which is something Wenger did in his early years as well. So we need to allow him to do that, build a back line, build a solid midfield and build an attacking line that can work and, and actually do what it's supposed to do. Unfortunately for us, we don't have the quality. We don't have Mandem who are levels like it used to be before yet. In the past transfer window, we saw just bringing in two guys who are levels does a lot for the team, right? It does wonders for the team, because now we can maybe bring another two guys in the summer, another three guys in the winter, and then we're looking at a whole new squad. We're looking at a completely new squad that can actually go forward and can start to build from there. So let's play on the front foot. Let's play on the front foot. Fucking hell, pardon me if I can get it out. Let's play on the front foot. Let's be positive. Let's be optimistic in our outlook. Let's get the results. You know, um, we'll hit y'all back, I guess, Friday after the game. And let's enjoy it. Above all, else, let's send the team positive energies because sometimes that anxiety gets to the players as well. We've seen it when it's in the stadium and the guys are feeling the pressure of, oh shit, it's no, no, you guys haven't scored against a weaker team, right? It's probably going to be 1 0 down and we'll have to come back like we saw against Vienne. Let's score first and then keep the momentum, put them away early and rest some of our guys from there and then put some younger guys on there, get another goal. And let's take it from there, right? Yeah, so thank you for joining us. This has been When Highbury Was Home, a Loud Booth Podcast presentation. I am True Story, your host. Please like and subscribe and follow us, rate and review on all DSPs where you consume your podcast content. Um, We'll live-tweet the game if we can. You know how that goes sometimes. Network is a problem. Yet Otherwise, enjoy the game, man. We'll, We'll talk after the game. Let's get a positive result and let's enjoy it, yeah? Have a blessed one, yeah? Come on, you gooners.